right, guys, here we go. Elephant in the room. Talking Alabama and Arkansas. That game is an 11 a.m. kickoff, the kind of games that Jay Coker likes. He likes to get up and get right into action at 11 a.m., the Auburn time slot, uh, but a tough game for the Crimson Tide. Before we get into this, make sure that you're part of our crew, and that is Elephant in the Room, our podcast, Roll Tide Pods. So many great things going on with Disrupt the Media, including our podcast, but there's a lot of other uh, really great content podcasts that are out there that are all part of our family, and we appreciate uh, everyone for hanging out with us. And don't forget, our show is brought to you by MyBookie. Use the the code next round, like my hat, next round. And um, at mybookie.ag, uh, you get a discount and you can start making your picks. And that's what you want to talk about right off the bat. You, you, you said there's some good Saw lines some this week. Saw some good ones. Saw some that I didn't feel comfortable with, which is what I like. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. The craziest thing, but I, I'd be thirteen to three, so <laughs> so I kind of I kind of get a feel that, that that's why, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, look, hang on, give me some because I, I I like to watch uh, Lance's lock and you know Lance Taylor see what he's picking. No, oh, yeah, because he's really good at it. You know, let's yeah. try to. That's like the measuring stick for me. No, oh, yeah, and and I'm sure he's got some great picks this week too. Uh, here we go. USC Notre Dame. Who do you think's favored and by how much? Oh, I'm taking USC by five and a half. Notre Dame's favored by three. Whoa. That's one of Jake's locks right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking, why is USC not favored? I, I mean, mean that I, makes no sense. Right. I mean, they had the close call against Arizona, but. I mean Notre That's Dame should the dumbest line of all time. Yeah, right. They should have yeah. lost to Duke. They 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 well they almost beat Ohio State, which would have been a good one, but they didn't. And then um, they just lost. Well, maybe because they just lost to Louisville. Yeah, lost to Louisville. I mean, you know, again, they haven't looked like a dominant team that that's going to make it to the playoff. Right. They? I mean, not to me. Uh, USC, it's the media darling. The public's going to be all over them yeah yeah and yeah. they're probably going to get beat by 10 points this weekend yeah well that would that would be fine for us <laughs> go ahead and get them right on out of there yeah, move them right. out of the way right that's right that's right i mean usc they you know they're undefeated but they beat some they're not very good on defense you got the best quarterback in the country but uh to me not a solid team by any means Solid enough to be in the top twenty-five, but they're not an elite team, in my opinion. Okay, all right. What's another? You said there was more than one. Don't Miami, know. UNC. Okay, what, what do you think the line would be on that? Yeah, game? let me give you mine. Let's see here. So we know that Miami. Um, can I say shit the bed? Is that a, a is that a fair assessment? I, I don't. You know, you have you heard go, that saying yeah, before? You could have gone a lot further. <laughs> have you heard that before? <laughs> I remember my wife one time I said that, and she was like, "I mean, think about that literally." You know. <laughs> well, I don't even know where it came from, but they shit the bed one against of, one of Johnny Depp's girlfriends. Yeah, girlfriends. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just saw a story where uh, Aquaman was trying to get her kicked off the show. Um, so they so they had it won and they gave it away. Miami's going to be really motivated. They're going to be hungry. Uh, they're going to want to win this game. I'm sure everyone at practice was probably really locked in. Yeah. Uh, UNC's a good team. Um, 
what's the guy's name? Chiswick? Is that is that yeah. that's the guy you yeah. you you like a lot, right? Um, I like yeah, I like Chiswick. Yeah, nah, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I mean I'm not, but you know what I mean. He's actually I've heard great things. You stirring him. me up over here? Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> getting at you. Um, let's see. Miami three and a half. Plus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Okay, well that scares me a little bit. I may be wrong. <laughs> so what is that? What it UNC is? UNC minus three and a half. No, look at that. Look at that. Holly, uh, a Vegas mix back. Yeah. So I honestly don't even know where to go from here. Yeah, uh, that ought to scare you. But I just told you why. I told you why you got to take. Yeah, UNC. you know, I get it. I, I mean, get it. you know, you got to take UNC because I'm. I would say everything tells you Miami's winning this football game. So mm. all right. I'm not sure how the public's going to think about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they're going to think about that term "shit in the bed." <laughs> <laughs> we'll, throw it out. we'll just throw it out there and see if it sticks. <laughs> what a terror! Like I, I tuned in for Alabama football talk, and the guy with the hat said "shitting in the bed" twice. <laughs> Time to cut these guys. <laughs> yeah, out of here. <laughs> What's Rogan doing? <laughs> All right, another one. A&M, Tennessee. What do you think the line is Oh, there? man, I love this one. I love this one. I love this one. Um, A&M, you know, they talked all that smack. Uh, I, I loved it, too. Enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Um, when uh, Anaya Smith said, you know, those guys used to be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and actually, he actually – He's good, man. I mean, I got to give him credit. Like he's he, good. he's good. He made some plays. Yeah, I you know, he he was so close to scoring that touchdown at the end too. <laughs> yeah. He's athletic, man. Electric stuff. Love him on the kick returns. Um, so let's see. Texas A&M just lost to Alabama. It was that that was kind of like a humiliating loss. Yeah. You know, it was one of those losses where you you came in, bowed up. You know, it, it, you were you were talking like you were going to take yeah. care of business. Gave them gave them pretty much all you had. You you did, and the score really doesn't indicate the uh, old school country ass whooping. You got. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're looking to prove yourself, and then there's Tennessee. Tennessee fans don't like this Tennessee team. Yeah, they're they're worried about this team. They can run the ball a little bit. Uh, they try to spread you out and pass, but um, it's at Tennessee. I believe. Yeah, it's at Tennessee. Joe Milton like. Is this guy that has like the strongest arm? Yeah, like he's like the guy in the gym all the time that's like just pumping iron, but he can't wipe his ass. <laughs> you know, like he's just like bowed yeah. up so much this he can't when, get back yeah. there. That's when the Jack Mood shows up <laughs> yeah. on the basketball court. <laughs> yeah. and thinks that's going to translate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Let's play shirts and skins, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like he, he's he wins like the the best arm competition, but it, I don't know, man. Uh, I hope Tennessee wins. Yeah, because I I think it's I better want, for the I matchup. I want the Tennessee matchup to be as big as possible. Yeah, so they're going to be favorite. They're going to be the favorite here. Uh, man, let's see, four and a half, Tennessee. Tennessee minus three and a half. So right. I'm right there. I'm right there. After this podcast, the only thing I feel good about is Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it when I'm right on. You, just, you don't know. You don't know Vegas, Nick. You know that's because he's been hiding away. <laughs> now he's starting to get oh, back. Again. I'm such a head case with these picks that this <laughs> what you're saying now may ruin me for the rest of the year. We'll see. 
Well, yeah, look, I, I had a terrible start, but I was also, you know, broadcasting baseball every night. I didn't get to watch. Now I'm like, you know, last night I got three games on. Yeah. You know, like a like a good degenerate. And I'm, <laughs> I'm watching like uh, Jackson, Jacksonville State against, <laughs> against Liberty. And I'm wondering, like, why doesn't anyone like what's the guy's name? Chatworth or whatever the, the coach at Liberty now? Chatwell? You know, I don't like, think anybody likes Liberty now. I mean, but the just, guy wins. He wins everywhere. He was at he was at yeah. Coastal Carolina and he won, and then he goes there and he's like, you know, he's winning. Yeah, I, I honestly, I just I don't pay attention to Liberty too much, so I don't even. They're pretty good, you know. I, I know they were good when Freeze was there, but outside of that, I hadn't been following too. Well, much. this this guy's first year, but I mean, it's most of Freeze's player. Um, all right, let's talk Alabama and uh, Arkansas. Good news is that Malachi Moore is like a game-time decision. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if he's going to play or not, but at least we know that if he's a game-time decision that there's a chance he could play, but there's a really good chance he plays next week. Well, I'm just – yeah, again, I'm glad it's not a two-, three-, four-week deal, no surgeries, just yeah. soft tissue stuff. And if there was going to be a game that over the next few weeks he was going to miss, I'm glad it's this one. Yeah, me too. Not to take anything away – from Arkansas, I mean, I, no, I know it's right. a 16-game winning streak, but I don't feel like that. There doesn't seem to be, you know, uh, Arkansas is always tough. Yeah, I mean, they're always a physical team. They're, you know, it's 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 funny. You talk to coaches, and and I did when I was at Alabama. The consistency of talent and physicality in the SEC is far greater than any other conference. Like the base player in SEC is better than anywhere else in the country. So, yeah, you know, you got to be ready to play each week. And Arkansas puts together the perfect game. You know, they hit a few big shots. I, I don't think they've got – I mean, I think their line's pretty decent receivers. I don't think they've got anybody that's going to outrun any of our corners. Uh, it doesn't seem like they have many explosive yeah. receivers on offense. Uh, but, again, they're going to throw a lot of – they're going to throw the kitchen sink at us, double moves, and they're going to find – they're going to find a couple big plays in there, I would imagine. Uh but for the most part, if we can just keep them, keep them from hitting that big play, which is not what they've been accustomed to this year, from what I've seen, uh, well, it'll be all right. Because I mean, on defense, I don't think they mix it up a whole lot. I, I think what you see is what you get for the most part. Um, uh, Jalen, long as he can move around and make some plays, we're gonna be all right. You know. Uh, Did you play there or in Tuscaloosa? In Tuscaloosa, and it was actually kind of a kind of a close game until the end. And dude, let me tell you, I was I, I have never been that sore after a game, really. You know, before until we played Arkansas, it was just a mean physical team. Uh, you know, from the top down, even even uh, Brett Bielema got a few shots in. <laughs> big, big dude. He's he's still coaching. Oh uh, yeah, I threw a ball to to uh, our Darius Stewart. It was like, I mean, I'm not our Darius Kenyon, and uh, it was like one of the first plays of the game. And I throw it to Kenyon, and I see him go out of bounds, and out of nowhere, I see Belima come up and just just check him. And I was like, Did anybody see that? <laughs> like, yeah. What, am, I, am I? I was like, Am I seeing things? I yeah. almost didn't even believe what I saw. And then later on in the game. Uh, Cam Robinson's arguing with a referee, and Bimo runs up and acts like Cam hits him and knocks him down. No, I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh wow, this guy is full of shit." Yeah, yeah, crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do anything he could to win. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, that man, that team—they just scrap. They, 
they'll do whatever it takes to win. And I think, you know, the, the culture there is they, they know they're, they're not on par with Alabama, but they're going to beat you up as much as they can and try to, you know, grind out a win. And that's what Arkansas does. And man, I tell you what, when you wake up on Sunday, you know, you've played Arkansas. Yeah. And I, I think that kind of is what worries me about this matchup too. I mean, you got one more before the off week. The, you got to be focused on Tennessee too. I mean, if you're a human, you know, you got beat by one of your biggest rivals last year for the first time in forever. And, you know, and they, they absolutely rubbed it in. I saw the Christmas ornaments that they have on their trees and <laughs> yeah. all the, you know, the, the, the paintings in their houses and everything. I mean, it's like a big deal. Um. And and this game kind of falls in between uh, the Jimbo yeah. game and that, and it's like you've got to be careful with these guys. Oh, it's nerve wracking, yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's hard to. Uh, I mean, look, you know, each SEC game win is a big win, but like you said, A and M's kind of become. I mean, they're not a, a rival yet, but but they've become a formidable opponent. Yeah. each year, and uh, obviously this year, I mean, that was probably pretty close to a game day pick if it weren't for the red river rivalry um but to play arkansas in between those two i mean usually you got one of those buffer you know east eastern kentucky games in here but uh again arkansas they've got the they've got the athletes to beat us if we don't show up and you know we allow a few big plays you let a you let a uh a razorback believe that's a dangerous thing yeah yeah uh do you think that the reason why they have such a tough time, like competing in the, you know, like in, in, in the the blue chip market, is the actual place of Arkansas. Is it the the name? You know, like if you're not from the South, I mean, would you want to play for uh, the the Hogs? You know, I mean, I I don't know. I've tried to figure out like why is it that it, that they're just not able to go out and get like the same talent as Alabama and Auburn and Tennessee yeah. and LSU, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy. The people from Arkansas love it. Absolutely love Arkansas. Yeah. Like, I mean, just there's no bandwagon Arkansas fans, you know, uh, Alabama, you know, well, Tuscaloosa, as you know, 20 years ago was not the Tuscaloosa it is now. Yeah. I mean, it's a completely different city. There's all kinds of, I think there's more out-of-state students now than there was than there is in-state students. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I mean, I was one of the out-of-state guys. <laughs> maybe there may be too many now. <laughs> you know, like you know, that's when you know you've been indoctrinated. Oh, that's, I, I, that's I'm great. here now. I told you I went back to my reunion, and my wife's like, "Hey, uh, what's it like to be home?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm from Alabama. I'm not home. <laughs> this isn't home. That's <laughs> just just the place I was." <laughs> I've lived here longer, like way for longer than I lived there, you know, but yeah. Um, but I, I just, th there's just something special about Alabama to me, man. I mean, like, I, oh, I yeah. really believe that. Like, and, and you it's know, strange. I'll even throw, I'll even throw Auburn in there, you know, just the state itself, mostly Tuscaloosa and, and then LA, but you know, the, the <laughs> whole state, like, I love it. When I cross the border, it's like the, skies are bluer and the air breathes cleaner and when you know you, when you say that about auburn all i can think about is that the line you used last week hey what's that city between auburn and montgomery oh yeah that's right there is not yeah one. there's not one. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing out there <laughs> it's like you drive to atlanta and you're like well, you like leave through montgomery you better gas it up you better gas it up. You better stop before the Alabama line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
passed up, guys. <laughs> the middle. And if nowhere. there is a place to stop, you don't want to stop. Yeah, there. yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. When people tell me they're going to school there, and I'm just thinking, man, it must be like some kind of program that they don't offer in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> you must be making your grandfather proud or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh it's really sacrificing a lot of good time somewhere oh, else. Man. <laughs> it does pain me to give them compliments, but I do once in a while. Oh yeah. You know? No, you know, I I took a visit to uh Auburn when I was a junior, and this was before I had any offers. Uh but I went to the West Virginia Auburn game. Uh I guess it was the year it was a rough year for Auburn, but they did beat West Virginia. Yeah. And uh I mean that that atmosphere is hard to beat. Yeah. You know, it is pretty cool. Now you don't feel like there's a tradition around there like there is Alabama. Yeah. It's just kind of, I mean, there's a lot of excitement, but you don't feel that. I mean, that intro video with Bear Bryant narrating the video. And, yeah, I and ain't all never the other. been nothing but a winner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Sweet Home We're Alabama's play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like endurance and like somebody's like stiff arm. And, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pride. Cornelius Bennett <laughs> yeah, just yeah. hammering yeah, right, another right. day. There's Derek Thomas. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 I got chills thinking about it right now, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like I, I remember when I got to Alabama and I'm like, watching the games and i'm like man the ball just bounces different here oh it's crazy you know it's just like it's like well, it's like when me and ryan were talking and jason smith you know we had just scored it was like 19 to 6 and and uh you know the wheels are starting to turn and we're finally getting getting on track and uh <clears throat> jeremy johnson throws the ball up and and geno smith just narrowly misses him jason i mean it was just a clean he'd have killed him but Jason tips that ball up to himself, catches it, and runs in the end zone. And I'm looking at Kenyon. We look at each other, and it's like, I mean, only in this place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like when Bo Nix beat Alabama. It's but it's a real thing. thing. I mean, it's like – Auburn Jesus. You know, even players play, – I, I met Because him. we did – I mean, we did the same thing. Again, yeah. Kenyon and I are like only in Auburn. No, it's I met crazy. Auburn Jesus before. <laughs> <laughs> he walks on cow patties. <laughs> I don't know. Look, they have great, they have great luck at their stadium. But so does Alabama, too. You know, Alabama's had great luck there as well. I see you need a refill. Yeah. You want one out of there or you want one out of there? I get one more out, one of, more there. out of there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let me pose a question before I fill this back up. Just got to think of what that question is. Now, when you, when you look at this Arkansas team, K.J. Jefferson is a tough, hard-nosed quarterback. You know, I feel yeah. like Sam Pittman would be – a great guy to play for. Like, I really like him. Like he's just a likable, seems like down the oh, yeah. football coach type of guy. Yeah. And if, if the, it just seems like every time they, they get something going, it's like, they'll have like all these guys transfer to LSU. I mean, I don't know if that's just me feeling like that, but it just seems like that. Oh, yeah. Like it's hard to, with the transfer portal, like it is now, it'd be hard to be like kind of that, you know, just well, under the top notch, you yeah. know, like they're kind of like under. They're treated like a now they're a D one JUCO. Yeah, right. You know? and it feels like that a little bit. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but yeah, players they they you know go to Arkansas and they're three stars, two stars coming out, and there's a I mean I was a three star. There's a ton of great you know great low star guys, but uh, once they prove themselves on the Division one level, especially in the SEC, you know here comes Alabama LSU and Coach Saban said this when they decided to go through with it, it you know, he's like, this is not going to hurt me. I'm just going to lose the players that don't play. Right. And I'm going to pick up your best players because 
they're going to want to come play for Alabama yeah. or, or, you know, one of these top programs. So, again, all it's going to do is hurt these these lower schools. Now, I say that they'll get some good guys from mm-hmm. the higher higher echelon schools, and they'll beat good teams every now and then. But you're not going to get consistent championship ball out of out of smaller schools. They're just not going to have the talent. What's practice like for Alabama this week with the early game? And you know, if 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 we're concerned about you know oh, yeah. looking past somebody, there's a guy over there that wears the hat. That's uh, practice will be restarted multiple times this week. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you did everything perfect. He's sending a message this week. You better be, I mean, flawless. Right. And, uh, he'll be down, I mean, just chewing people out, letting them have it, especially those young guys. Uh, you know, and, and it's a true thing. I mean, there's there's definitely a letdown for, for games that don't have the mm-hmm. hype that, that maybe a Tennessee has. Yeah. Well, he worries about that, and that's what he's been the master of too, is that Alabama hasn't had – they haven't had those, those look-ahead losses. Yeah. And that's a problem for a lot of other teams, I, a lot of other teams. I mean, okay. I don't know that there's been a coach that I've ever seen who is better at getting his teams ready for the small games. Yeah, and I'll say this. I think – honestly, I think younger teams uh, with good leadership that don't have a lot of superstars are probably better equipped to play these games against teams that that they should beat just because – Everybody's still trying to prove themselves. Right. Uh, everybody's on the same page. There's there's probably a little less selfish intent for for some guys. So uh, I mean, I think I think this is a very unified bunch, and and that's a that's a dangerous scenario when you got an Alabama team that that maybe doesn't have all the the superstars we're used to having, and they're playing together. I, I think that's why I said. And at the beginning of the year, I don't think that this team reminds me of 2015, like a lot of the commentators have said. Uh, I just don't see that. This it, this isn't like your year. This is different. This is its entire an entirely different situation. You guys never looked as bad as they did at the beginning of the year. This team has come from literally the worst point that I think Nick Saban's had a team since 2007. Yeah. To now, where you look at them and you go, man, you know, like. This may be his – I mean, at the end, we got a long way to go now. Yeah. But this could be his best coaching job when it's all said and done. I mean – Think about this. Here's the thing. I, I, I think he he knows what he's working with, you know, and, and a lot of this uh, – we've talked this about this on previous podcasts. I mean, I know that – I mean, you can't be that good – to, to understand all the moving pieces and have what yeah. happened against South Florida happen. But man, as we move forward, it's like, shit, I feel like all this is on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> it's just, it's, he hard, loves it's it. hard to deny. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, everybody going into this year was very uncertain about this team, but we never thought what happened against South Florida would ever happen, you know? Yeah. Be and careful again, with that phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just a, uh, Heads up there. Come to Mix House. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we got a little more foam than normal today. <laughs> Remember the bar I thought keepers. that was pretty good relative to your previous pool. Yeah, well, you didn't see it when it was sitting over there. <laughs> I'm blocking you out. Uh, but, no, man, I agree with you, man. I mean, I just feel like he loves this. 
I think oh, this yeah. is what as long as the guys are buying in, and when you hear them talk and they're like, "Hey, he was yelling at somebody," and I was like, "Oh, who's that? Oh, me!" You know? <laughs> <laughs> that that reaction, I loved it, man. Like I loved uh, it. the Terry on Arnold. I'd hire Arnold to was, do anything. Uh, like that that's the awesome. kind of guy you want to be, not just on your football team, but at your business. You oh, know, yeah. working with you on a project. I mean. That was awesome, man. Oh, yeah. And the video you see, Miss Terry and him. After yeah, I loved game. it. Didn't that you love awesome. it? Uh, Miss Terry's the it? best. She's like the soft side, isn't it? Uh, she's the best. She's the best. What, what's, what, what's your relationship with her like? I mean, I, I, I spoke to her a lot when uh, I was getting recruited. And then and then when I was at Alabama, always, you know, made a, a point to go see her. Because, uh, again, I, I think I think she has so much more to do with – with his success than most people realize. Yeah. Um, she's just such a, a strong personality in a soft type of way. Like, uh, I don't know somebody that's very calm and collected and can make really good decisions. And, uh, he obviously trusts her a lot and trusts her opinion. And, yeah. and I think that goes a long way with him. And, uh, he lights yeah. up when you bring her name up. Oh yeah, it's like a different dude. Oh yeah, like, did you see the interview where he was like, he was like, I started doing this when I was forty, and he was like, I was so pissed off because the media hated me, and I I couldn't figure it out. I just you know, and he said I go and see talk to Miss Terry about it, and she's like, well yeah, maybe if you treated treated them with some respect and lightened up a little bit, you'd get some better reviews. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, hell, I'll try that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. I see it the same way. But it's so funny. Like yeah. the guy you see, he's shown he's shown more of that side, I guess, in the latter years. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You know, you see Coach Saban doing what he does on the sidelines. You know, getting on his players and his coaches. I mean, you can't do that a hundred percent of the time. And, no. And and have people really really want to play for you. And he doesn't do that 100% of the time. I mean, he's hilarious. He's very personable. He's a great guy. You just – so many people miss out on that aspect of his personality just because they don't get to see it. How about the story that Ryan Anderson told us? <laughs> Jason and Mountain. He said, so, I say, he said, I feel somebody behind me. <laughs> You think that's funny? Yeah. You think it's funny? <laughs> yeah, like he, he was going to try to – he was just like laughing about Coach Saban. I, that's you, – you just can't – you can't make this stuff up, man. Yeah. You know, like – but I could see little Coach Saban, and he's intimidating, man. Like he is an intim- – I, I, when I was working at Crimson Tide Sports Network, we'd run into him at the airport in Tuscaloosa, you know, and, and he'd be in there. They'd be going one way, and we'd be going another, and – He'll be like, man, there's a coach saving right there. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, and it yeah. wasn't like he was signing autographs and doing selfies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I worked That's with for, uh, yeah, the walk of champions. You know, you got these six, six, 350 pound guys yeah. one after the other. And then you got the most intimidating guy in the whole group is about five, eight. You know, yeah, right. A buck 40. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like <laughs> the kids. everybody's like, don't mess with that guy. That's yeah, the guy you don't mess with. <laughs> he looks like he's part of Penn and Teller. <laughs> that was the hardest thing for me when they, when he came to Alabama, I, I had seen Penn and Teller and then I like followed him. You know, like I saw, I saw him and, you know, in, in at one of their events a long time ago. And I'm like, God, 
looks just like the guy from Penn and Teller, <laughs> yeah. the, the smaller guy. That was so funny. I, I was uh, when Coach Saban came to Mobile to to do an in-home visit with me. Uh, my mom is just like my mom is the type of person who will tell you whatever comes across her mind. Like if she thinks that she's going to tell you, yeah, my sister's the same way. And, and, uh, doesn't mean anything by it. Oh no, there's not a filter. Well, it doesn't mean anything by it unless there's something to be meant. meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But I, you know, I'm sitting there and, and, uh, you know, coach Saban, he's just hanging out and talking and, and, uh, my mom, starts telling him how boring his offense was and, <laughs> and she and i had been recruited by coach Saban coming out of high school and uh my mom was like yeah you know i just i i, I didn't like you very much when when you're hurting him out of high school I just, <laughs> he's like I, I just i didn't like your interviews i didn't like the way you presented yourself you know it's like i'm just sitting there like oh my gosh you know and, and uh Anyway, you know, Coach Saban's laughing, and they're getting along. They, my mom loves Coach Saban to death. Now. Yeah, I mean, she she absolutely loves him. And uh, like the first thing he asks every time I see him, "How's your mom doing?" You know, and uh, you know, again, it's one of those misconceptions where you don't understand the real guy until you know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what else is that he probably appreciates that because that's how he is. Oh yeah, you know what oh, I yeah. mean. Like, do you feel like he's ever like beating around the bush when he's going to tell you something? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. And I, let me tell you, I was sitting there. I was sitting in that around our kitchen table, just about to crawl underneath, just waiting on him. You know, because I didn't really know him that well. He's recruiting me, but I was like, how is he going to react to all this? <laughs> just this barrage. Uh, but no, it was. It, it was turned great. out good. Oh no! Were you waiting on that scholarship offer to disappear? <laughs> <laughs> Like you get ghosted. Uh, hey, I'll take I'll take it, guys. I'll take it. Like, no one there to hand Nick Saban the phone. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you know, once my my mom got to know him, it was like, I mean, I, I was planning on going to Alabama no matter what. But as as soon as my mom got to know him and and understand him, it was like, I mean, you're going to Alabama. We're not. You're not taking any visits. You're going to Alabama, right? And that was my plan all along. But I was like, yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Right. She was like, all right, that's that's the right decision. Yeah, I, I remember being on the, you know, doing the same thing I'm doing now, you know, and, and hearing your name come up and being excited about it. Like, man, this would be great if this guy comes to school at Alabama. And, um, you know, I, I thought when you – I was telling my wife this today. I, I, I remember when you, you, like, got the job and being like, man, I'm really excited about this. Like, being being fired up. I mean, I've been covering this team for a long time, you know, like it's, a, you know how it is. I mean, like right now, like it's like somebody comes in, it's going to help you win a championship. We can we know all the stuff, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like, like it's like, I'll try to explain to people outside of our like football circle. Uh-huh. Uh, like if, you know, so they're in Chicago, they're like a Cubs person. Hey, we got this guy coming in it's going to make it. And then you realize like halfway through, like they could give two shits about what's going on. But in our <laughs> world, it's such, a, it's such a big deal. You know what That's I mean right. by that? Like, oh, yeah. 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 And yeah, people don't realize, especially, I mean, you know it now because you've been involved so long. Yeah. But being from this state, oh, I mean, yeah. when I, I was young, all I cared about was, you know, was Alabama football. I mean, I, yeah. I like to hunt and fish and I love that too. But I mean, we were, we were watching the Alabama football game. You know, we all do. Yeah. Hey, and look. my most of my family, like all my cousins and my older brother, 
my dad was an Alabama fan, or is an Alabama fan, and me and him were the only we were the only ones aligned with Alabama. The rest Whoa. was Auburn for the Whoa. most part. Whoa! And so I mean, people don't understand the, wow. you know. Well, it could have been a bad combo right there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You've been part of that real small crew. Well, it know? was a bad combo because I was the youngest cousin. And when Alabama finally won that game and, like, I don't know, we won 31-7. to seven. Yeah, yeah. I told you, I missed the party yeah. coming back I from still, Bahamas. Yeah, I was the youngest cousin, and all my celebrations got my ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you talked a lot of shit. <laughs> Hopefully you did. Like, I, I don't have the Daniel Moore of that one. I, I've told this story. I think I've even told it on this podcast, but I'll, I'll tell it again. I, I was working for Crimson Tide Sports Network, and the LSU game became the game that like, – the big game I went to because I I was doing women's basketball uh, play-by-play. Yeah, I know. None of you guys heard me on there, but I did it, right? And yeah. so we would have to go over, you know, somewhere else, right? So when I was there – I worked with one of the best people I've ever met in my life, Wendell Hudson. Yeah. Played basketball at Alabama. I played golf with Wendell. It's the best. About six months ago. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. He's, he is the coolest dude. So nice. Oh, genuinely a great guy. Like, you know, and there comes that point where you're like, man, in this business, you kind of want people to watch the shit you're doing. Oh, yeah. You know, but they're not watching the women's team, you know, and, he had, he had a really tough job because the program was in such disarray when he took over and just, you know, just all the things that he went through. And I, I was just kind of there. Like we'd take walks and he'd talk to me about all the stuff that he did and all the, a lot of great stories. And so, yeah, he played at a, at a different time. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's got a, he's got his own, he's, he's been through a lot. Oh yeah. You know? I think and, he was the to fr- be such a good guy. Great guy. You know I mean? I love him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I say that genuinely like love the guy first, uh, black scholarship athlete, I think at Alabama, Yeah. but you go through all of that stuff and he came from Birmingham and he's the best dude and cares about everybody D- goes out of his way for everybody. Just, just slide up next to him on the plane and talk to him about, I don't know, like, what it was like in the NBA and, you know, oh, yeah. just who he hung out with. And just, <laughs> that's a whole podcast that he probably needs to come on and tell. <laughs> He's got great stories. He's best friends with Mal. And I just remember, like, kind of being at that point where I was like, man, I'm kind of done with this, but I'm having so much fun. Oh, yeah. You know, which is which is what's something that I put on the top of everything I do. Like, if it's not fun, then I don't want to do it, you know. Yeah. But when he was there, it was so much fun. And and us coming back on that trip and me like being like, well, I guess we're going to the Bahamas, which is great, but we're missing, we're going to whoop Auburn finally. And that was the worst streak. And then get, <laughs> we got back in the middle of the night or maybe like really early in the morning and Tuscaloosa was just, I mean, burnt to the ground. I mean, there were just, <laughs> there was the biggest party of all time. They, we shut out, we shut out Auburn. We got Tommy fired, and now he's a senator, right? Um, ran over him. I mean, I could still see Coffee scoring touchdowns. And, oh, yeah. You know, John Parker and those guys. That that it's was – just like finally. Finally, you know, man. Just, finally. Yeah, I mean, like – And I don't know if we were really – I mean, I was – geez, what, you, what was that, like 2000 2008. 2008. When we finally won. Uh, yeah, no, that's right. That's so it right. started like – you know, because it was like six years, six long years. Yeah. And if they wouldn't have taunt it, Mal, I told you guys this. If, if the Wendell said that Mal got got heckled so bad at Auburn 
by the Auburn fans that he wasn't leaving Nick Saban's house. <laughs> yeah. Like I heard, I heard he literally stayed in Miami for like yeah. weeks. But I think it started when he was trying to get out of the. But Wendell said it was when he was trying to get out of the press box at Auburn, and they and you have to go out where the people are, oh. and they were just, you know. They were they were acting like Tennessee acted last year when we lost to them. <laughs> oh God! You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, again, you thought they all, you thought all the fans were going to get Super Bowl rings for that, you know, for that win. <laughs> right? <laughs> they got Christmas ornaments, <laughs> pieces of the goalposts. Yeah. Now, I, and I love that though too. I, I, that's what makes being a, a, at Alabama special is that everybody's trying to take a shot at you, you know? Oh yeah. Well, that's what makes college football special. Yeah. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. That kind of emotion tied to a team, you know, it's different than any other, any other sport and or uh league out there. You know? Yeah. So if Malachi Moore doesn't play, um, you know, you, you, you see kind of the movement in the different packages and stuff with, with different guys, but I think he's, I just honestly, I just feel like this week you can get by without Malachi. I mean, well, I don't know that we're going to be in dime a whole lot, right? I mean, would you think that? I mean, wouldn't it be more nickel? But I don't know. I mean, you you know yeah, more of this I would than think. me. I mean, but here's the deal. Again, I, I mean, I, I've watched Arkansas here and there this year. I saw the first half of the Ole Miss game. I mean, it's not like they've got a bunch of game breakers, you know, a bunch of explosive guys. I mean. If they break off some big plays on us, it's going to be because KJ Jefferson extended the play. Right. Somebody breaks free, and a or they have a double move that you know we bite on, and and right. they hit a big play. I I just don't see them. You know, I don't think they're going to have a bunch of yards after catch. I don't think they have. I mean, our athletes are, in my opinion, a lot a lot better than theirs. Uh, it's going to take us really struggling on offense and them hitting three to four big plays that either go for a touchdown or get them inside the 10. They're, they got to keep us from making big plays, big touchdown scores, because, you know, once they get in the red zone on defense, I think they're really aggressive and I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Jalen. And uh, so I'm, I'm a little nervous about when we get down in that area, but, if we can make big plays like we have all year and uh, and Jalen can get the ball out in those red zone areas, we'll be okay. I mean, and it seems like what I've seen, a lot of these defenses, have, you know, they've done a lot of different things in the red zone, but when they bring cover zero, you got to know where to go with the ball, right. get it out, understand where your guys are going to be because you're not going to have time. I mean, we can't block, we can't block that many guys when right. that happens. And so he's got to have a really good understanding of identifying what he's seeing and getting it out quick. Mm-hmm. Or just throw it into the stands and move yeah. on to the next play. That's right. Yeah, like uh, I, I feel comfortable with Terry and Arnold moving into the star spot. You yeah. know, I, I, I honestly, in a way, not that I don't want Malachi more back because I think he's the, the best player on the defense, on a really good defense. And that's, that's saying there's a lot of good players, but he's the oh, best. Yeah. I just like the fact that he'll crash a run. And then he can also go back in the secondary. He's going to intercept passes. The way that he destroyed Ole Miss was amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with that said, you know, Terrion Arnold sliding up into that star spot, you know, you get that experience there. You don't know what's going to happen between now and the end of the year. Injuries are part of the game. Oh, yeah. And we saw when Deontay Lawson went down. Uh, uh, Campbell came in and, and, and was great. 
and then we saw Marshall come in and he played good football too. You know, we didn't really lose a whole lot. So I, I like the idea like of getting guys experience. Where they're supposed to be. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And when you're playing with a team like this, it just feels like they pick each other up and I, I don't like, I would have looked at last year's defense and thought that last year's defense would have been better than this year's defense just because you had Will Anderson Jr. And, you know, you you had him and Dallas Turner on the line and, uh, you know, just all of that. But these guys with Kool-Aid in the secondary and Arnold and Malachi Moore and then Dallas Turner. And I mean, the way that when they get pressure on the quarterback, they're the best defense in football. Hey man, it's it's a weird thing. I mean, mindset, it's kind of crazy how much of a role that plays and and how well you execute. I mean, you know, when, when you realize that you're an essential part of that defense or a central part of, of whatever you're doing and without your best effort, y'all aren't going to be successful. Uh, I mean, I think these guys kind of take that to heart and really put a lot of pride in, all right, I got to do my job 100% every time. Otherwise, we're going to be in trouble, Yeah, you know? And I finally feel like we're we're doing that. I mean, I, you know, Will Anderson last year carried a lot of the load, and, and you didn't hear much about many other guys for the most part. But this year, it just seems like everybody's kind of, all right, well, man, I, I thought this guy was the best. Look at this guy. He's coming on pretty strong. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, yeah. Smith, Otis. I mean, like you turn around and you're like, um, who, there's a lot of Braswell. Yeah, Braswell. Yeah. And, and I think that's what makes a great defense. Like the defense you played with, like there were so many dudes that just did stuff. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Allen, Sean Robinson, yeah. Brian Anderson's over here, Tim Williams. I mean, and Reggie Ragland, Reuben Foster, it just everybody everywhere you look, nonstop. Yeah, and but it was all you had a bunch of superstars on that defense, but it seemed like all of them were competing to make the play. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like it was like I got to make this play, I got to make this play, do my job. But if I can go up over and beyond to make that play, I'm going to do it just so I can talk shit to my teammates. Yeah, right. We're up right. forty points. Yeah, <laughs> um, I had I I, I love Jonathan Allen. Probably uh, should go ahead and say that now. I, they used to make fun of me because I thought Jonathan Allen was – he's one of my top five guys, man, like of the players that I've covered every day. I mean, like he was just a disruptive force. I mean, uh, you played with him. I just watched. But, I mean, this just – you know, like you could not block the guy. Oh, yeah. Well, there's something to be said about a guy who who instills culture in a team from an individual, I mean, just from one individual, and he's one of those guys that doesn't expects that from his teammates. And really, everybody fears not playing, you know, hard because they've got to answer to Jonathan. And the same way with, you know, again, that 2015 had a lot of leadership on that defensive mm-hmm. side. So, you know, if you didn't play hard, you were answering to a lot of guys. I mean. I wouldn't say he was at the top of the hierarchy on that team, but he was on that echelon, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was a ton of guys that just expected the best from their teammates. And when you got that, you don't need Coach Saban, you know, no. chewing you out. It's when you have a great team. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was like, uh, I don't know. Like last year, Aaron Suttles, our, our buddy Aaron Suttles was like, hey, they, you know, if they were ever going to retire a number, you know, Will Anderson Jr. And I'm like, 
man, are you crazy? What about Jonathan Allen? What about Biscuit? You know, <laughs> what about DT? Like you can't retire. We wouldn't have any numbers left. That's right. You well, know? yeah, I mean, there's been a, a standard set by so many guys. It's like, <laughs> what do you start? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like rushing the field. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. rush the field for yeah, every right. game, yeah. retire every yeah, number? No, no. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many numbers out there. Oh, leave that to the Yankees. Let uh, them retire all the numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I think that's that. He, I just th- he was the first guy I thought of though, because I thought, man, this guy, like, when he was on the team, he was just a disruptive force. He he was like a Category Five hurricane every game coming in. Oh yeah, so I mean, tell him you, I said that. If it's, so it's, <laughs> I love that guy. Opposing quarterbacks and coaches were like, "All right, how do you stop this guy?" Oh uh, yeah, I mean, outside of just throw it quick or run away yeah. from him, you know. Where's he at now? Is he still with the Washington team? Wasn't he with the Commanders or something? Yeah, I think he's still with the Commanders now. Okay, uh, I saw him in Tuscaloosa a few years ago, but I hadn't seen him in a while. But he's one of those guys that's going to do well, you know, with football, without football. He's right, one of those guys right. you never worry about. Yeah. He's just so solid. That's awesome. Well, I loved watching him play, and I knew he was on that team with you guys. Um, all right, well, we got to kind of start to head towards the finish line here. Not not quite, but start to head in that direction. Um, what did you think of the 11 o'clock games? Was it harder for you to get into your routine when you had to play at 11 a.m. or just – another game and i know you didn't do that a whole lot i mean you didn't go to auburn but you know <laughs> <laughs> but you, you do have to you know once in a while it falls like this 11 o'clock games they suck yeah they suck i mean the whole schedule changes you're doing everything earlier uh you know and obviously you when you're playing an 11 o'clock game you're playing somebody you should be and yeah. uh i mean again i i, I I always felt like we practiced the same, played really hard, but there is a there's a different atmosphere around those games that don't matter as much, and it's it's not quite the same as coming out of the tunnel when you know you're playing mm-hmm. Auburn or yeah. or Georgia or you know. So, the 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 sense of focus is not not like it should be. I feel like most a lot of the times, but. Uh, no, I did not enjoy those eleven o'clock games nearly as much. I mean, you feel like you're getting up and practicing in the morning. Yeah, right, right. right. So I got to tell you, like the um, I'm going to give you my best eleven o'clock a.m. story. Um, there was a time when we li- we lived in Tuscaloosa, and I didn't want to buy season tickets, and the reason isn't I didn't I didn't have the money to pay the you know you got to pay the the donation to get the tickets, and then you pay the tickets. You know, well, I mean, I wasn't making any money, so. Um, I had to learn how to scout. And so I would scout <laughs> tickets, I, you know, and it was fun. Like, it was fun. Like, you know, like get them and sell them and, you know, work, work the angle, man. This is for, <laughs> for, uh, I was really into this like I am now. Right. Uh, and the statue of limitations up. So nobody can get me in trouble for this. <laughs> yeah. So, so Saban's first year, 2007, and we're playing Tennessee. It's 11, 11 a.m. game on Jefferson Pilot. And I got some tickets in the upper deck, but I don't, I don't want to sit in the upper deck. I want to sit lower level. And I knew that 11 a.m., like I don't have to go on eBay and bid on some tickets. Some people were too tired to get up and be there. Oh, right? yeah. So I get there and like, it's like, I don't know, 10 minutes before the game and people are just like, hey, do you want tickets? Here you go. You know, like your hands <laughs> up. So I got all these tickets. 
So I, I've got pretty decent seats. And then some dude comes by and he's like, hey, man, you need tickets? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, here's two on the 50. I'm like, I'll take that. <laughs> the best seats I've ever had at a game at Bryant-Denny. I got two tickets. Who were they playing? Tennessee. I got two tickets. When was this? 07. I got two tickets. I'm going to tell you about the game because okay. because it was amazing. Okay. I got two tickets on on it was really like the 45, but I was like like where I could just run down and I don't know how, but I had some bourbon minis with me. Okay? So I had to get in the tunnel <laughs> And get a drink. Everybody does. Okay. I I don't know where they came from. (laughs) (laughs) They were there. And then I just would go get a, like a, you know, diet Coke. And then I would come back out and there was a bathroom there too. It was was amazing. It was like the best like experience. Like we got a timeout, you know, and I'm like, (laughs) boom, 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 back out, you know? So it was the game where uh, Tennessee was favored. Philip Fulmer. Well, I, I like Phil. I, I know Phil. I like him. I know a yeah. lot of Alabama fans aren't going to say that, but he did yell at me when I was um, on college radio, and we just found the actually found the interview where he, I was on college radio, and he did my show at Alabama and yelled at me, and I told him about that a couple years ago uh, because I kept him too long, and I asked him if Alabama and Tennessee was still a rivalry because we were getting our ass kicked by him every year, you know, when I was in school, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. That sh- shows you how old I am. I don't look it, but um, – so anyway, we, we onside kick to start the game. And it was right after we had this book scandal. Like when Saban took over, there yeah. was a lot of stuff going I on. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, you know, you know, and it was like just this shit that they don't you don't try. Yeah. With Saban there, you're not trying the book thing. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. maybe before you're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna you know, get these free books and sell them and make some money. Yeah, that that didn't fly with uh with the ball coach, right? <laughs> so guys were suspended right before the game and it and we ended up losing the louisiana monroe the next i think the next week because of that because we were shorthanded or whatever but not against this onside kick and then proceeded to beat their ass the whole game like it was unbelievable so i'm sitting on the 45 and i i couldn't it was 11 o'clock game and i still to this day it's not the best game i ever had but it's the best seats i ever had at brian denny yeah i that last year was Coach Saban's first loss to Tennessee, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. They rubbed it in, too. You know, it's hard to kind of rub in. It's, it's hard to rub 15 in years. when you've only won one time in 16 They years. made up for it. They made up for it. That's why you can't look ahead. You know, <laughs> that's why this game's so important. Because you can't look at, you can't look ahead going into this matchup. The, next week's game, it's honestly – my favorite game of the year. I love it. I love oh, I love yeah. General Nealon. I, I, I've spent so much of my life in Tennessee. I get them. I, I honestly, like when Alabama's not playing, I got to watch the Tennessee game every week. My heart's always going to be at Alabama. It's where I, where I went to school. It's uh, what I cover. But when those two uniforms get on the same field, man, there's nothing better than seeing that crimson and that orange. And when Forrest Gump took it to the house on them at, in the movie, it was great. You remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, it's just it, it's just a great it's it's what college football is all about man yeah. saturday i tell you i used to uh so when we played them in 2015 you know it was a close game told that story about gary Danson and all that uh 
but you know, when you're in that moment, you know, really, you don't realize no. how awesome that is. And, you know, you, something you dreamed of your whole life. And, and, uh, I remember my, my in-laws, my wife's family, they have a, a hunting camp, like it's South of Tuscaloosa, about a little over an hour. And, uh, where at, uh, just What's around the town? Selma area. Oh, Selma. Okay. And, uh, so I, I'd ride down there on Saturday nights after games just to get away, yeah. you know, and, and me and my wife would, she was my girlfriend at the time, my wife now we'd ride together and that'd be kind of our decompression time and we'd yeah. hang out and, and get up and fish or hunt the next morning. I remember it was third Saturday in October, third weekend in October. And, uh, it was deer season. I remember just, I mean, I just went to go just to sit in the woods for a little bit and calm down. And I just remember thinking, you know, Tennessee wasn't that great that year, but Doesn't we matter. still, it was a tough game. And, and Dobbs at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And he was good. But I was just like, man, how freaking, you know, I'm sitting in the middle of these woods. I was just like, how awesome is that? Yeah. You know, I can't believe how awesome, you know, you just, you dream of that moment your whole life. I was yeah. like, we got to beat Tennessee in a two minute situation. Should have beat them worse. Whatever. Who cares? But, it was a great game. But it was like, man, I, you know, that's a once in a lifetime moment for, you know, this whole state. It just, I could not, to be able to have the privilege to play quarterback at Alabama and be able to do that. It was just like, man, that was one of the best mornings ever just sitting there thinking about it. And I'll never forget it. It was great. Uh, my cigar tasted awesome that time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I still got the cigar box from Did that you? game, man. Did you? I picked him up with uh, Parker Barino the Thursday before that game. Where'd you get him at? Oh, gosh. I wish you hadn't asked me that. It's on the west side of Tuscaloosa. R&R Cigar? Uh, it's on the west side of Tuscaloosa in like a house. Yes, R&R. Okay, yeah, R&R yeah, Cigar yeah, yeah. Reagan will be happy you said that. Yeah, that's cool. They did like Yeah, those guys were great, man. They gave us uh, the box. And I still, again, I still got the, my dad actually has the box. I gave it to him. Did you? uh that's cool it was i mean it's it's so cool a cigar game it was weird seeing tennessee smoke cigars last year but see this I don't is even talk this is rat that. poison because we got to be focused on arkansas <laughs> yeah. see you're guilty of it. i know i'm looking past them no i'm not i'm just i've got to turn this conversation back to saturday <laughs> at 11 i just told you of those 11 a.m games if you don't have yeah, tickets, get out yeah, there early. Is all I'm to, saying. I'm about to cuss you out and make a restart the podcast. <laughs> Start it over again. <laughs> <laughs> the beer's warm, and then you guys... <laughs> like, why is all this foam in here? Oh, the door was left open. Who did that? I'd love to blame somebody. Uh, that, look, I I think that um that this game Saturday is like I said. If if you don't have tickets, get out there early and just be outside waiting. Somebody will hand them to you. No, I, I promise you. Like they, 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 like that's the trick of these 11 a.m. games. Oh, but yeah. they're important. Plus, we're. I mean, this isn't the Alabama of 2007 either. I mean, we're spoiled and and think we're going to walk through this game when you we're know. not. Man, they gave us the trouble last year. Oh yeah. But this was the one game that that Milrow did start, and you know he played well, and then he started turning the ball over. I think he's a much more experienced guy now. Um, I, we're going to be able to run the ball on them. They're not, they don't have the defensive line that we saw against Texas A&M. But at the same time, they've got a week now to look at the defense without Malachi Moore and say, hey, you know, how can we take advantage of it? We, we you know, Nick Saban said that it, 
it depends on Burnup's progress, whether he's going to punt or not. But I don't know how he's going to punt, you know, effectively if he's got like a lower body injury, which is really a muscle pound. It was great last week. I mean, you know, you got somebody to fall back on. Yeah. And if we're inside the 30 and he kicks it through the end zone, who cares? You know, I mean, it is what it is. I just don't want him to get hurt, though. No, I, yeah, I agree. I with think that. he's. A, I, I honestly, I think he's. He's a one really, of those key pe- parts yeah. of our team. Right, right. I mean, to have a guy that you just send out there and you know you got three points. That's you need. I mean, that is huge. What you need over there? That you want another one of those or go with out the of light there? Stuff. Go the lights. Yeah. Stuff? Okay, but well, you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a bad move. No, that's right. That's right. No, but look, I mean, <clears throat> again. I, when you have a, a kicker and, and look, we've we've learned this before, missed field goals can kill you. Uh I mean it wasn't that long ago and, and look I I respect kickers as much or more than anybody around football because right. well, the, amount difference. Of, the amount of pressure on a kicker, I mean yeah. again, the only worst job in the world is a holder. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean you literally can't do anything. You know, you got to be good at your job, and if you do wrong one time, man, you, you you're in big it. trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm definitely with you. Um, it's funny when I was my senior year. You know, when I was there, the kicker, the the position, the kicker position in Alabama was very. It kind of had the same narrative that. The quarterback position, yeah, as well. Who, who was your kicker? So Adam Griffiths was our kicker. Oh, that's right. Kicker. I remember him. Yeah, and you know, it was, <laughs> it's not like Adam and I were best friends, but there was a mutual respect and appreciation for each other. And yeah. I, lo- I love Adam. Yeah, you know, I, I love him to death. But What's he doing now? I, I'm not sure what he's doing now. I hadn't talked to Adam in a while, but uh, you know, it was kind of that that same. We had that same feeling for each other. It was right. like you know we we're both fighting this battle of, of the narrative and, <laughs> yeah, and right. everything else. And man, he had a hell of a year and he doesn't get enough respect for the year that he had because yeah. he won games for us, uh, a lot of games for us and the national championship. I mean, he, he kicked an onside kick better than I could have thrown a fade. Oh my gosh, man. You know what? It's worth bringing that up. That was incredible, man. I told you this is, I, the picture of uh, you yeah, guys is right say, there, right here, and and I mean, it. That's, I think that may be the greatest Alabama game, I've ever been to. You have the the Daniel Moore pictures there, and then I've got Kenyon Drake in a trophy, or not a trophy, but a, a statue that's above your head right there. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if anyone can see that, but that was something that they did at uh, New Life Art. But I had to have it because you were sitting right. There. I was sitting there, yeah, and I mean, like I I was sitting with. Uh, with Mike Johnson and, and Baron Huber, and every time we scored, um, they got really physical and happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big guy; like I was getting smacked. And the other guy that was sitting with us is an LSU guy, but he's really cool, and he's really a, not a big guy. Like, so I don't know what what his body felt like, but <laughs> that was a back and forth battle right there. Oh yeah, one of the, it really was one of the great games Alabama's ever played and because, uh, I mean, because they were so good it was one of those games every team we played and even when we lost to Ole Miss you felt like if we had another quarter that team just they were oh, kind of yeah. dying off where we were yeah finally hitting our stride uh but Clemson was the only team I've we ever played that there was never even a hint of quit in them no I they mean, played it was tough. like oh yeah it was uh I mean you knew it was 
you were in a battle for the long haul. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, funny. I, 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 did I tell you that story about when I threw it to Ardarius in this, this game? You said you got knocked down and you're like, <laughs> it was all what you were listening for, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the story. Everybody, when I tell it, the, the people that have heard it love hearing it. But when, so there's a third down and about 14 and, uh, we had a double move and, and I knew before the play, before I even snapped the ball where I was going, we had two high. I was going to the boundary to Artie or Stewart, but I see them bringing pressure and, uh, I'm like, Oh shit. I, I might have to get this ball out quick because <laughs> we, we got the guys to block them, but you know, it's always tougher to pick them up and I got to make sure I get this ball out. And, uh, before I snap it, I don't know, I guess just from memory, I knew that all the Clemson fans were over here on the right side of the field and all the Alabama fans were over here. And so I see this blitz coming. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and, and I snap the ball and I take, I'm supposed to take three steps. I take five and I, and I see Ben Bolware coming. I'm like, oh, man, oh, man. And so right before it gets there, I just throw it up. And he just, he hits me and I go down and my face is in the dirt. And all I can think about is I'm like, I'm laying on the ground and it feels like it takes forever. And the whole time I'm just like, God, the last time you did this shit, we lost to Ole Miss. (laughs) 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 As I'm laying there, I'm like, please, God, let the Alabama side go crazy. Please, God, let the Alabama side go crazy. And and again, it feels like it's 15 minutes. And as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden the Alabama side goes crazy. I was like, oh, thank God. No, man. (laughs) I mean, because it was either catastrophe yeah. or a first down. Yeah, you know, you got me. Like, if if we go to the national championship, we got to go. I think we got to go. Where is it? We'll this make year? that happen. Let's do wherever it. it is. Let's do, do it. A podcast. From yeah, wherever. yeah. Let's do it, man. I, I mean, I you. I'm just like reliving the whole experience. This, this one right here is this. This is like elephant in the room overtime. I'm going to tell you this story. Yeah. This is my experience from there. And Baron Huber, don't get mad at me. Do you remember that play that I was? Yes, talking about? I remember the whole cut? game. Like I, I, I mean, I remember <laughs> it's like one of the best experiences. So I was working at the at, at the radio station in Tuscaloosa um, at the time, doing the pre and post game for Alabama football. And I, I guess it was I, I. I don't remember if I. It, it's so hard to remember who was on there with me because Baron was on with me. Who's awesome? If you have a, you met him. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. he's he's a fun dude. You met him at the floor Bama, so you saw him in his <laughs> his native environment. Saw him in his You said, yeah, prime. right, yeah. You saw him when, when he's kind of, a, you know, and then and then Mike. You can Johnson, say the same thing about he me. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he. I, I, I honestly, I think he asked me if I knew you because I, I, he was living down there at the time. Yeah. You know, and I and I I just I, you were on our show one time, yeah. Not, like before we'd start doing this, and I, yeah, I remember the brewery in Atlanta. Yeah, and I remember yeah. like you came on and you 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 kicked ass, but I mean I didn't know you, but I was like, man, I like this guy. You know, um, obviously here's a lot better than that brewery. <laughs> but if we went back to that brewery now, we could do a hell of a show, right? Well, uh, they're always selling Sweetwater there. Yeah. They didn't have Sunlight. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have Sunlight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I'll tell the guy from Sunlight, like, we love your beer. <laughs> um, so, so, so we get, so the game, you guys win the game, and we're doing the post game show from, <laughs> from the, from the Irish bar in that like perimeter around the football stadium in Arizona, right? And we're all staying at our buddy Colin's house, 
who uh, I'll see it in his free on Friday when I'm there yeah. doing my show. He's like, you know, he's big buddies with Trip, and he's a great dude. And we, we, and I, I, I'd forgotten all about this. I stayed in at his house. They, I don't know if they had the camper there. They just brought it for the game. But we all stayed in a camper. So it was Andrew Bone, you know, the recruiting guy, oh, yeah. my, my boy, uh, Mike, Mike Johnson and Baron Hoover, and we all stayed in there. And, I mean, you know, like I, it's a small camper. We're all like, but we all have our own beds and uh, it got gassy in there. That's the one thing <laughs> bone, bone reminded me of this the other day, which I, f- I totally forgot, you know, cause I'm so, I, I, I don't know how I forgot this. Yeah. But Mike's the, a big guy. There's, there's some big dudes. Those linemen are brutal. Yeah. There's, yeah. Some, there's some, there's some definitely, you know, it, you it, don't want a room with an offensive line. No, we, 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 I think we left the, the camper door open or whatever. But the oh, thing that I remember, I, I don't, I honestly, I, I don't know, but I, what I will tell you is that, <laughs> is that Baron was going to come on and do the post game show with me. And he got so drunk at the football game. He passed out on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't get mad at me, Baron. For telling that story. <laughs> so I think, I think Colin got on or Bone got on or something. Like, you know, you know, hey, Barry, he's he's we the had man. hey, we had fun at the floor, oh, man. He didn't get to that point, but you know, when you win a national championship, you know, and you're having a good time with your boys, and I, man, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how, like. It, the, you know, between me getting so drunk at the floor of Bama that I had to take me off the air or that. <laughs> but the thing about media now is like, I say, keep them on now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, that's know, the fun I think stuff. a lot of people enjoy seeing just a transparent you. you know yeah, what I yeah mean? right. Which, you know, <clears throat> we'll get there. We yeah, we'll be, maybe we'll be there. I, I, I'll say this too. Um, and I, th- I know Baron won't care. He he would throw these parties at he had they had a house in Tuscaloosa and, and I think I've told you off there. I don't know if I've said it on here, but they had like a fireball fountain and like <laughs> <laughs> and Big Kev's dad would show up, his mom, his sister, like everybody was always invited. And for years, I mean, like you just go over there and it didn't matter like you know what was going on, but it was like that same era right like the yeah. cubs won the world series in 2016 oh, you yeah. know they're cubs fans so i hang out with them there like watch alabama football like hang out like the parties it was amazing oh yeah oh yeah well the best thing about college especially i mean you know you have get togethers nobody's got any money yeah it's just you're just <laughs> you know you're hanging out you just want to have a good time with your yeah. buddies and everybody's invited and you have fun and it's like it's the best brotherhood ever just because you get so close you have so much in common yeah it's just hard to beat that that camaraderie you build and that that type of atmosphere and again when you're playing in alabama or at florida state i mean you don't have much time to let loose and have a good time yeah, right. so you know when you do you well, that's the most felt, of it yeah but know? that's what it felt like too like these guys had you know played in college and they they'd missed a lot of the fun stuff that we did you know like i was at alabama and um but you get like you know, you get a lot of fun. You get like a six-hour window each week. You know, that's mm-hmm. after a game, or you know, during the summertime, you're working out nonstop. Yeah. Monday, you got workouts, so you got Saturday to have fun with your buddies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you know, when you got six hours a week to have a good time, you have a good time. You're 
a dumbass 20 year old. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, we, we, my college experiences, we never got in trouble. We just, you know, we could had fun. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys had, you really had to hold that high standard, you know? Yeah, that's right. And, and those guys, the, the, the thing that I always got, like the 09 team is so special to me because I went through all of the losing, you know, like I went from, oh, yeah. you know, the, 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 this and losing to LSU every year and the high expectations and covering teams that might've won, like, you know, some of the DeBose teams and Franchoni and, you know, uh, Shula. And, and it was like saving gets there and, and these guys buying in these guys being like, we're going to, we're doing what this guy tells us to do. You know, Saban didn't come in and kick a bunch of guys off the football team. And, and, oh, yeah. You know, like you saw with Dion, like, and I, you know, I love, I love Dion. I mean, I found a picture the other day. I got a, a well, Dion Sanders Cowboys jersey. Too, it is yeah. right, but but do you think if Nick Saban took over now? I mean, I I still don't think if he was in his prime and he took over, I I don't see him being the guy that comes in and just cleans house. I see him being the guy that goes and looks and sees who's ready to buy into yeah. what he's selling. Well, and I, these guys bought in and they got and they started this. Well, and I'll say this too. I mean, I've I've never seen it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It, it when I was at Florida State, I mean, if you were a walk on at Florida State and there were a lot of good, great walk ons there, that, right. and, and some of those guys did uh, earn scholarships. One of my best friends at Florida State earned a scholarship, Keith Weeks. Uh, but at Alabama, it's kind of crazy the the different. I mean, he will look at if you're on the team, you're getting an honest look at whether you can play or not. And yeah. so he's going to give everybody an honest look. You know, I mean, if you can play, he's going to play. He doesn't care about that. No, that's right. I mean, it's, that's what the best do. Yeah. It's why. I mean, I, I, again, I've never, I don't think I've seen a coach give a that true a fair shake to no matter who it is on his football team like Coach Saban does. Yeah. I love them, man. I, I think it's been. It's just old school. And it's just and it yeah. still works. And it, and it, but that's how it should be, you know. Yeah. Like, forget about all the other stuff. Who's going to come out here and get us to the finish line? Yeah, I mean, I think if he recruited a five-star guy and there was a walk-on better than him, he's playing. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so as we wrap things up, uh, let's talk about Alabama and Arkansas. What's going to happen on Saturday? Nineteen-point spread, too. It's a lot of points. Well, I didn't know that was the spread, but now that you say that, I feel like Alabama's going to cover. I don't know, man. That's, that's what do you think the public's going to be on that? I mean, I, again, you say a lot of points. I think everybody's going to be like, oh, Arkansas is going to cover. Yeah, that. I mean, look, I I have – I got to be honest. I bet against Alabama every week on my show because we're winning and I lose every week and I don't want to mess it up. Even though last week – when I got to the last segment, I'm like, here's why we're going to win. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm not – I'll take the L. Yeah. You know, so I'll probably take the 19 and Bama win by like 35. I, I don't know. Right, I'm, but that's a I, lot I'm of probably points. probably taking Alabama this weekend then. Now, I mean, just – I don't think anybody's going to be on Alabama. I, that, that changes my opinion. I mean, I would have said Alabama by 14. Yeah. You know, I'd been pretty comfortable with that. 10 to 14, but just because I think this is going to be a slow game. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, Arkansas is going to hold on to the, the ball as long as they possibly can. They're going to have to nickel and down the ball down the field. 
11 o'clock kickoff. Wouldn't be surprised if we start off a little slow. I mean, again, no, to me, there's no fear of an upset. I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit, but I mean, I think we win by 14 points. Okay. But again, now that, couple now, that you, now that you say 19, it makes me think Alabama's going to win by 28. Yeah, me too. Like if I was like really putting my money on this, uh, like real, my, my hey, here, you know, I would probably take Alabama and give give the 19. Okay, so we're going to lose this game now well, that you took Alabama. Maybe, this week. <laughs> but here's but here's my thought process. I know I've, I haven't had a good run lately, but but I just. This if this team's going to do what this team needs to do to get to where they want to get to, these are the kind of games you got to just go in and put your, you know, your your foot on their throat and step. I mean, you got to just run over these guys. They're good, you know. You know they're physical. They got a good coach. They got a good quarterback. But 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 Alabama is. They were nine penalties and a, one stupid, you know, on a kickoff on a on a. Uh, field goal block return away from blowing out Texas A&M. They're, they're, oh, you can yeah. see it coming. So these are the games oh, the at home. Game, the perfect game. There's nobody in the country that can beat us. I don't. That's think. what. I, yeah, right. I That's mean, what I'm saying. I think that it's coming. Perfect game versus perfect game. I mean, we beat Texas again by 17 points. Right. I think but, they looked human last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's nobody in the country that I look at and I'm like, ooh, man. I, I mean, Georgia. That's the only competition now, I see in the country, but. We're playing against ourselves. We're playing no, that's against. Right. We're playing against learning how to like. And I said this on one of my other shows. I, say, I think they, I say that without. I mean, if we're a, a true scenario where we're playing Georgia and it's you know, Coach Saban's got Coach Steele have you know a month, a couple weeks to get ready for that game. I mean. I think we beat Georgia, but it's going to be a dogfight. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that if I'm them, we're working on the silent snap count every week now. You're going to know how you're going to be snapping the ball silently. I can't stand that clap. The clap cadence drives me nuts. Yeah. And I I don't know if I brought this up. No, go ahead. But it, it, it is crazy to me. Again, you can, you can go on on two on the foot and see what the defense is doing. You can. I, I don't understand. There's so many people clapping. There's so much noise going on. I mean, I can clap ten times and maybe five of them come out perfect, and yeah. a center can hear them in A and M Stadium. Uh, I, I mean, I remember <laughs> me and Ryan Kelly joke about this all the time. Uh, I loved Ryan Kelly. Uh, I, uh, Ryan's great, one of my best friends. Great Bama player right there. Uh, but Lane was always obsessed with us doing the, the clap. Yeah. And and Ryan hated it. I hated it because it's hard to get on the same page and everybody make, you know, oh, man, is that a clap or is that not a clap? <laughs> you know? Right. What do I know? It's a lot easier to just look back there. I lift my leg and, right, and, right. and he snaps it. And, uh Lane be like we we go out there for a for a series and uh, of course this was after I was uh, given some leeway and I was a starter so I, we could actually do this but Lane be like all right we're going on the clap this series all right let's do this and then we'd be like yes sir yes sir hey yeah we'll do it and we'd get on the field and be like all right we're going on the foot right yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> and Lane's probably like, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, probably yeah. cussing us on the headset. Yeah. We're just like, whatever. Let's get him in here. Uh, oh man, that'd be a man, that'd be a podcast. podcast. We'd make some money on that. As <laughs> <laughs> we held his feet to the fire. <laughs> hey, congratulations to him though. Like, I what a bounce back. Yeah, a good bounce back for him. No, yeah, I, I I hope Lane's doing well. You know, I mean, I know he's he's had a a long journey, and I think he's finally found his home, and I think he's doing pretty well. So excited for him. All right, so you're taking Arkansas and you're giving up the 19. I'm going to take Alabama and feeling I'm feeling good about that. So hang on, you're taking Alabama? Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Alabama. Oh, no, 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 hang on. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that does it for the podcast. <laughs> All right, if there's, yeah, one, if there's one pick I'm leaving you with, yeah. Notre Dame. That's my pick. That's my you pick. Yeah, Notre league. Dame. Yeah. Going to go in there, Sam Hart. I love Sam Hartman. I do, too. I, 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 look, I'm jealous of a good mustache. He doesn't have a good mustache, but the fact that he's got a mediocre God. mustache and he rocks it like that, hats, hat, hat off to him. I love that. You and Sam Hartman both like getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, you know, excited. I, I don't know. You know, excited to see this game this weekend. I hope we hope we win. Hope we cover and. You know, I'm going to be that guy. I can't wait till uh, that next Tennessee week. game next, next weekend. Week. Oh, I know. You know, let's just get through this. Yeah. And then Monday is going to be on. I hope Tennessee. I hope Tennessee. Oh, wins. Uh, look, go Vols. Yeah. Go Vols. I, I hope they spread them out and they throw the ball. Um, I hope we're beating Tennessee so bad next weekend that all of our, we don't have enough fans in the stadium to rush the field. Hope well, I just said, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to get my yeah. cigars ready. I'm going to the game. Like, <laughs> yeah. people, just be ready. You know, you, yeah. you're going too. You thinking about it? I'm. I think I'm. I, I'm going to try to make that one. If, if there's any game I want to make this year, it's that one. Yeah. Just mainly okay. because of last year. Yeah. You know. And I like them. Like, look, it's the the. the I don't. I, yeah, I mean, but I, <laughs> look, I do. But I mean, like, I you want to beat those teams. Oh yeah. You know, they're not Auburn to me. I guess just it's just a different field for me. But I mean, I but I I want to beat them every year. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn. You know, I I went to school with too many Auburn fans in high school, so yeah, there's a different level of hatred there for yeah. for Auburn's program. But them. you know, I don't know Tennessee. The I love seeing that that I viral, see that sparkle in that your viral eye right YouTube, now. <laughs> yeah, that viral YouTube video of the, the throw up orange. Yeah. You, know, you know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy that's going to be like, I hate that orange. You can't even wear that orange. <laughs> they nasty. They nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, look, this was great. Uh, do it again next week. We'll be back together on Monday. Yeah. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it, see what happens. And we'll get our Tennessee plans together Let's on Thursday. All right. Roll tight, all, everybody. Anybody watching, you have to come see us. Yeah. Yeah. We, Innisfree on Friday is going to be packed. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to make that. Yeah. We'll just do it. Let's get there first. Uh, guys, thanks for being part of our podcast here, uh, Elephant in the Room. Uh, we both have had a, a blast hanging out with the Disrupt the Media guys, uh, you know, obviously LT and and Ryan and, uh, and Jim for making this happen and, comment we want to hear what you guys think 
what, what what shows do you like? What don't you like? What do you want us to talk about? What don't you want us to talk about? Man, like we to care hear about some all that. Specific questions, maybe some yeah some stories you want to hear about or whatever. I mean, uh, that's you know get to what whatever y'all want to hear. Yeah, he's right. Like you, you, your your input is part of what we're doing. So like and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up and be part of the the channel. All the great content coming on. Remember, we're brought to you by my bookie. Use the uh, the code next round and at uh, mybookie.ag and see if go with go with Jake's picks. I mean, they're a lot better than mine right now, <laughs> apparently. Not, and, and not uh, saying much. Nah, it's not saying much. But look, also uh, Lance's lock. He's on fire right now. I saw the where he just nailed like a three for three yesterday, like step back jumper. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, give everybody one of these. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He's 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 a great handicapper, and you guys know that as well. So. You know, when you're, uh, you know, you're putting your money down and, and you need a little bit of help doing that, uh, check out Lance. You, you, you won't have to Venmo your bookie, right? He'll be Venmoing <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. I'm Mick Gillespie. That's Jake Coker and Roll Tide.